Grab your favorite cup, roll a blunt, slide into a nice warm tub, whatever you need to do to get ready for the new tea. Our goal is to uplift, upgrade, and update you on what is happening in the world from a culturally conscious gaze. Of course, we'll throw in some off-color topics to make our subjects more palpable. Welcome, Welcome to, to Urban, Urban Proper. Proper. Hey. Hello. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, gays, days. What is it? She's gays and days or whatever it is. That's what people say on the Tiki Tok sometimes. Oh, the Tiki Tok. This is for the girls, gays, and days. That's what they say. Girls, gays, and days. Girls, gays, and days. Hey. Hey, y'all. It is us, and we be... Urban proper. It is I. She should self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches. And it be me. I forgot my name. <laughs> there is a destroyer, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things, including, but not limited to, and booty holes. So we're back with another episode. Episode nine. Nine. This is almost over. Almost wow. Over. What an amazing run we've had this season. Yes. You know, fuck the pandemic. Not yeah. fuck the pandemic, like, in the way of, like, rebellious. Like, fuck this shit. <laughs> um, you know, and we're just, we're, we're trudging along, friends. You know, in regards to the pandemic, I just feel like people don't want it to be over. And I say that because people don't, <laughs> people don't want to wear masks. People don't want to so, uh, social distance. People don't want to stay indoors and mm-hmm. only go outside for essential things. And I get it because, like... The restlessness, wanting to get out, being bored, mm-hmm. looking at the same four walls, I get it, but like, come the fuck on, y'all. It's not gonna go away if we just continue to just lead, do dumb shit. Paint your walls a different color. <laughs> um, get wallpaper. Yeah. Um, if you want a less permanent solution, get a cute backdrop and hang it on your wall. And mm-hmm. now look, you have a cabana in your bedroom. <laughs> Play a video game. Um, step outside into your back or front yard and scream. Learn a new um, motherfucking skill. That, okay? Buy a new phone for absolutely no reason. <laughs> like, what I need to start doing is um, shopping for no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, whenever I have a little extra coin, I'm like, uh, let me get this real quick. Make myself a little for for. for momentarily satisfaction <laughs> you know that fucking retail retail therapy is a real true thing like I I hate to say this but the joy doesn't last just a few seconds for me it's uh-huh. like it's the minute I load my cart up with things uh-huh. and it's even better when you get that discount girl oh and you'll be like, the discount also afterpay okay. is dangerous free shipping, I really will refuse to buy something if it's not free shipping. Like, and like, if I can get copious amounts of things for free shipping? Yeah, but that's a, that is a rabbit hole too because like Fashion Nova and like uh, Forever 21 and stores like that will be like, oh, you can get free shipping if you pay us $50. Now it's $75 or it's like $100. So you're like, oh, I gotta get more shit. I gotta get more shit. Okay, well, <laughs> okay if I put this, this, and this in my cart, that's $100 and then it'll be free shipping. Okay. Yeah. See, you fuck up into the discount code and you go get back and get something else. Right. It's like, damn, come on now. It's right. before or after the discount. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, I uh I do a lot of the online shopping. 
Yeah, same. I don't even remember the last time I actually went to the mall to shop. Oh, I haven't since the pandemic started. Yeah. I mean, even before the pandemic. See, I ha- there are certain things I have to buy uh-huh. in store. Like, pants I have to buy in store just because my body is shaped weird. Thicky thick. Thicky thick. Hey. In the booty, thinny thin in the waist. So, hey. <laughs> we got to get the right cut and print on the pants. And they still never be right, so I'm just going to start making my own damn pants. Man, it's a, it's a struggle. It is a struggle. But that's not what we're here today. That is not why we're here. Sorry, we spent five minutes <laughs> talking about retail therapy. Um, today, we're talking about some, some egregious errors in American history. Um... I first and foremost would like to correct an egregious error that I made last <laughs> week uh, when I was talking about which um, which uh, political figure I would square up with, uh, and I said Thomas Jefferson in reference to the Trail of Tears. However, Andrew Jackson, <laughs> I get all the old white men confused. You know when you said that in my head, I was like. That ain't right. But then I was like, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like it was one of those things where in the middle of the night, right after we released the episode, I was like, Darius, did you say Thomas <laughs> Jefferson? Don't you hate those moments when you just like wake up and be like, where my birth certificate? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you need it for at 3 a.m.? Like, what did I out for three years ago? What happened to that home? Uh, I know I could pop some matches like, six months ago. Exactly. Like, I know this box ain't empty, but exactly. where did the matches go? I listen. Um, so, yes, I apologize for my uh, error in saying that <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, who was still a pretty shitty person, um, I still will fight you any day of the week. But Andrew Jackson is really the person who I'm like challenging to a duel. Yeah. And I got my white glove and I'm going to smack you with it in the face. Speaking of Andrew Jackson, um, he is going to be removed from the $20 bill. Finally. Um, they are pushing towards uh, getting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. I need them to make that happen fast. Immediately. Cause I'm tired of passing out Jacksons. I need some. I need some Tubmans in my wallet. Give me my Stimmy all in all fucking Tubmans. Okay. Yes, give me that give Tubman me some Tubbies. Stimmy. Give me them Tubbies. <laughs> give me my Stimmy and Tubbies, ho. Okay. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We keep having these ADD moments during this episode already. We it's okay. We ain't even got good into the topic, but it's been a week since. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris was inaugurated into office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, prior to that, there was such urgency um, to get the American people stimulus payments, um, you know, pandemic relief payments. Mm-hmm. And but we had $600, right? And um, $600 don't even cover people's rent, yep. you know? Um, and, I mean, with, you know, people's bills piling up, I mean... Which one we split this three ways? Like, like two hundred here, two hundred here, two hundred there. Like, <laughs> like I, I just don't understand three hundred twenty. Like, whatever. Um, but where, where the, where was the rest of the, the stimulus checks that you, you promised? Y'all talking about March, April mm-hmm. time frame? It's not good enough. 
It's not. And, and, and people are arguing that, okay, he's busy undoing the fuckery of 45. And, and I get it. Love that. But, no, you can do all of it. You, that should have been at least top five. Yeah, that should have been within those first 17 uh, executive orders he signed on his first day. Exactly. He went from the inauguration and punched his time clock and started signing uh, executive orders. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that first, one of the first ones should have been yeah. the rest of that. Because season. honestly, the toughness can wait. If that's the problem, mm-hmm. if, that's, if that's the real problem, if y'all hold up the Federal Reserve, by, uh, I don't even know if they're the ones that create the money. Um, <laughs> whoever the whoever, mint. Whoever the fuck, the mint. Um, mm-hmm. Right, it is the mint. Um, but no, um, people need money. Yeah, we need it ASAP. The pandemic's not over. People are dying still. Yes, the vaccine is here, but like it's not even accessible to everybody because of 45. So, yeah. I just want to know, like, where is it? Come on, Joseph. I mean, the inauguration somebody said on Twitter was pretty fancy for motherfuckers that owe us $1,400. Okay? <laughs> The internet is a fucking <laughs> shithole place full of people that I love. <laughs> it, it, it really is. Like, the internet is it's a god-awful, god... It's a cesspool. It is. It's the good, bad, the ugly, and the treacherous place. I... Uh, and that's why they really... That's why they were really trying to, uh... <laughs> trying to put that, that, uh... What's the term? What, the, the censor? Yeah, the... The free internet thing. They're trying to treat internet like how they treat cable packages. It's, it was this whole term. It was, was oh, this was like a couple years ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that's why. I you you know the internet. Let me okay before another ADD moment before we get into the topic. <laughs> One thing that people need to understand, and I'm, we might have actually covered this in previous episodes, but I don't think we did. Um, the one thing that people need to realize, especially about social media, is that the First Amendment doesn't protect social media. As much as you think it should or would or does, it does not. The First Amendment, First Amendment was created long before social media existed, and it only covers public um public speech so like speeches and like things you say in newspapers all this other stuff blah 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 social media is privately owned so they can do whatever the fuck they want to as far as kicking y'all's president ex former president off of all social media platforms and removing parlor all of that shit is um privately owned so nobody is silencing you mm-hmm. nobody is uh going against your first amendment rights they are simply removing negativity from the internet. Just a little history fact for you, in case you didn't know about it. What is that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? My wrist buzzed, and I was like, who is this? I feel cute with my smartwatch. Um, Your smartwatch? Um, it was only $30, girl, Amazon. Hey! Work. It's off-brand and it might have came from China, but it worked. Hey. Um, so, yeah. 
Now to like dive into this episode a little bit. Um, basically, Black History Month is around the corner. We got a lot of awesome Black History content coming for y'all. A queen was born in Black History Month. Hey, my baby. co-host. Um, so we just wanted to kind of celebrate black people, but also before we get into Black History Month, give us some little factoids about things that you may not have known about black history, specifically slavery, um, in this particular part of the episode. Um, so yeah, what let's let's dive in. I didn't take notes as accurately as I should have, so here we go. <laughs> I have it literally is just a list of things oh, and like okay. a couple links. So we just gonna go. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so one of the first things that um a lot of people don't know is that Francis Scott Key was a raging uh racist yeah. <laughs> um who profited uh greatly from slavery and also I found online here that the third verse of the national anthem. Let me go back to that part in the article. The third verse of the national anthem anthem celebrates actually the murder of slaves. It says, "No refugee could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave." Mm-hmm. Let that sink in, mm-hmm. because this man literally wrote a song about a country that he loved. Okay, I'm confused again. Hold on. The national anthem is... How we go? <laughs> I always... Listen. Listen. This is, how, this is how much of a patriot I am not. I always get America the Beautiful and the national anthem mixed up. I have my entire life. I have been on this earth for 28 years, and I always am like, my country to the beat, right? No, it's the, it's the other one. Man. Yeah, it's the other one. But how does it start? I'm gonna pull it up on YouTube. I'm gonna be singing on the damn podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know why I keep thinking our country tis of thee. No, My no, country not at all. Tis of thee, sweet land of thee. That was fucked up too. We're gonna play with the Houston's uh, version. You yeah, know, and I have the own the rights to this. Uh, don't sue us. It's the national anthem. It's public. Um, it's um, public domain. Okay. It's three like three hundred. Anything over three hundred years old is public domain, which is why people can produce Shakespeare plays without any need to pay rights or anything for them. Okay, national anthem, y'all. <laughs> Right. And now to honor America, especially the brave men and women serving our nation in the Persian Gulf and throughout the world, please join in the singing of our national anthem. The anthem will be followed by a flyover of F-16 jets from the 56th Tactical Training Wing at McDill Air Force Base. Okay. And will be performed right. by the Florida Orchestra. Jesus Christ. Sing wing. Oh, say, can you see? Yes. There we go. (laughs) 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 
Hitman <laughs> and shit. So in the middle of, of, of playing the uh, national anthem because Darius thought it was my cutting Tiffany, <laughs> uh, my cat knocks down my goddamn drapes and just takes off running. <laughs> He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, he ran, but it was like in slow motion. <laughs> it's like he had two options on which way to go. He was like, okay, if I go this way. Right. Oh, my God. Um, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the national anthem um, featuring... Who was that? Azul, they knocked him down. Yeah. Where'd he go? He don't He was like, let me put myself in timeout, because what was I talking about? Okay, yeah. So, Francis Scott Key, basically, um, part of this article that I'm reading from ACLU.org, um, saw the Colonial Marines, which is like black slaves who were fighting on behalf of the British, um, they were driving back so American soldiers in Washington, D.C., and then he basically wrote the national anthem. And he said, Blacks were a distinct and inferior race of people, which experience proves to be the greatest evil that afflicts the community. Now, this is something we're seeing at every national sporting event, inauguration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the nerd to have black people be singing it. You know, and then you get mad when we don't stand for it. Mm-mm. Like, this man literally thinks that black people are inferior. Yeah. Are you... Why? Why would we... Why? Ew. So, you know, this this horribly racist man, Francis Scott Key, full disrespect, wrote the national anthem, said that black people were inferior. We sing it at sporting events. And that kind of, like, brings me back to another point that somebody made, um... I forget what I was watching, but basically they were like football and like other sports are kind of another form of slavery because, or not of slavery, but like ownership in a way because you got all these, you know, the most hyper masculine of black men. And it's not just black men, but like at a certain point, it was mostly black men playing football wrestling against each other and that was a thing very prevalent during slavery that yeah they would make the strongest of the two slaves um fighting each other i believe we covered that in the last episode we talked might have talked about it Mm -hmm. if not the last episode a couple episodes ago Mm -hmm. we mentioned that and it like i maybe that's the reason why i get kind of uncomfortable watching football because i think about that all the time i'm like look at these slaves oh my god (laughs) fucking slamming against each other and then i get a little hot and bothered because it's kind of but yeah, the concept of yeah, I, I've read that somewhere. Somebody kind of compared it to the concept of being um, traded, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them don't have control over where they're traded to. Yeah, um, for the most part. Um, yeah. Um, this article says, and this is again the ACLU article about reparations. It says reparations for slavery have already been paid, and then it goes on to say how. Uh, slave owners were paid up to $300 for each freed slave. A, that's something I didn't know. Shisha had heard that before. Mm-hmm. This is something that I personally did not know. I don't know if anybody out there knew, but that doesn't sound like reparations to no, me. No, it, it was reparations paid, paid to the slave owners for the loss of property. Mm-hmm. Um, property, girl. Property. Another human being can be property? Yeah. I just... <laughs> I, that will always be something that 
of course, I have never lived through slavery. Slavery is still very um, uh, prominent in African countries and all countries across the fucking uh, earth in the whole entire world. There's still slavery, but it just is insane to me that a group of people fully went to Africa, stole some black people, bought some black people, and brought them to America as inferior human beings. As not even human beings, really. And consider them property. I will never... I will never get that concept. Yes. Um, I don't don't know who started it. Um, Thinking that African people were inferior, which... Like, like you said earlier, you know, the, uh, <clears throat> the biggest library at one point was in Timbuktu, the, the biggest education system in mm-hmm. Africa. Um, the Moors taught the Europeans how to wash their ass and how to stop eating each other. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I, I don't understand um, where the hell they got that from. It really is religion um, to push that home. And a lot of people actually believe that about themselves. Um, which is very sad. I would like to know for the people who use religion as a way to justify racism, bigotry, homophobia. Um, in this particular episode, we'll leave the homophobia to the wayside for now, but mostly racism and bigotry. I want to know where in the Bible there were white people. <laughs> Asking for myself. Because if I remember correctly, the Bible took place in the Middle East. <laughs> um, yeah. And they brown. Mm-hmm. Some of them are fairer skinned. True. They still brown. Still brown. Um, so where was the pink meat in, 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 the, in the Bible? Where was the pink meat? Where, does it, where does it actually say that people from Africa are inferior in the Bible? Yeah, I would like to know. Where does it say that whites are superior in the Bible? I also would like to know where it says that making other people slaves is right in the Bible. Because isn't there a whole chapter of the Bible, a whole book of the Bible, that's literally about the freeing of slaves? Exodus. And how, yeah, yeah. how God wrought, um, uh, what is the fucking word that I'm looking for? Um, basically rained hellfire down on people. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, plagues. And... The basically the end of days in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, a pandemic. A pandemic, pandemic. if you will, Um, where he was he came down and smited thee Mm -hmm. because you enslaved people. So let my people go. Moses said. Yeah, I'm real confused. I, you know, I really didn't even think about this until just now in this moment. Where in the Bible does it really truly say that that slavery is okay? Mm -hmm. Where? uh, Maybe in your King James version because you know King James was uh, total racist too. And he was gay, a raging homosexual, mm-hmm. raging homosexual. Most people back then were, and that's what's crazy to me is that like all of them was sucking dick. Every single one of them was sucking dick, and they got the audacity to be like sucking dick is bad. <laughs> well, you know they never said sucking dick was bad. They said getting fucked up, but the butt, the butt was fat was bad. Sodomy was bad. But the true translation of the Bible go um, translates to pedophiles and not 
men mm-hmm. having sex with adult men, men having sex with children, mm-hmm. young boys. So, yeah, still trying to find the correctness in your terms. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode that the Spartans actually um, encourage their soldiers to, um, you know, get some booty meat. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when they first got married to help them transition because they were so used to getting booty meat. <laughs> I'm so silly. Girl, booty like meat. Um, their wives would shave their head. So they'll be comfortable. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just in a really silly mood today. Um. So yeah, it just the whole argument of the Bible of God's will of. Uh, listen, y'all. There is no way the great Creator, whatever Creator you believed in, said it was okay for you to enslave people and not just enslave them, but torture them beat them, cut their limbs off, cut their tongues out, sell them away from their family. Like, I want to know what Bible you read. Still they teeth. Um, <laughs> like, really still they teeth. Um, Actually still they teeth. And I just want to know, if y'all, if y'all, there's some people out here that believe that. If a lot of the things that make our everyday, day-to-day life easier were invented by black people. So if if we're that inferior, then how do we have the capability of doing that? How do we have the capability of just exceeding, um, not even just physically in sports, but basically anything we lay our hands on? Mm-hmm. Um, because if we were inferior race of humans, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to achieve greatness. So. It, I like how, Sway? Yeah. How are these people, how are black people inferior if you use them for your um, your experiments because they have higher pain tolerance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like superiority to me, but that's not what this is about. This is about respecting equality because what? All men were created equal and that term men is used very loosely. Um, <laughs> I googled who started slavery, just because I was interested to see what, what she had to say. During the 16th century, Europe, uh, of course, <laughs> began to outpace the Arab world in the export traffic uh, with its slave traffic from Africa to the Americas. The Dutch imported slaves from Asia. Wow, I yeah. did not know that. Uh, into their colony at the Cape of God, uh, Cape of Good Hope, now Cape Town. In the 17th century. So, around the 16th century is when slavery really, really, really began um, by Europeans because, fuck, Europeans were fucked up, man. I just want to say, <clears throat> just highlight this a little bit. Um, if you are such a superior race, why do you need other people doing shit for you? Why can't you build shit yourself? Mm-hmm. Why can't you, you know, why? And it's all it's all just a justification for free labor. It's it's all it is. It's um as of twenty eighteen, slavery is still legal and still going on in India, China, Pakistan, North Korea, Nigeria, Indonesia, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Russia, and the Philippines. What? Yes. Jesus Christ. Those are 
Those are the countries. Those are just the countries with the most slaves. So, <laughs> just imagine what the rest of the world is looking like. Does slavery still exist in America? Yes, it does. This is a different form of it. Yep. It's called systemic racism. Yep. Um, yeah. Contemporary slavery. Um, but kind of to push away, like, so, yes, quote, reparations were paid to slave owners for loss of property. However, I would like to still receive that up to $300 into my bank account now. Please and thank you. Um, because you can pretty much guarantee that all black people are children of slaves, ancestor or um, descendant from slaves, whether they be black slaves or native slaves or whoever. Somewhere along the line, Somewhere even if you were a direct descendant, some, some relative was enslaved at one point. Yep, it's in there. So I'm gonna need those quints. A sap. Thank you. Um, let's move on to another little topic. Um, so each state, we all know we fought a war for slavery, the Civil War. <laughs> um, let's just break that down for a minute. The fact that we had to, as a country, fight a bloody, one of the most deadly wars in history about slavery, about in uh, 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 keeping people as property. Uh-huh. How? How was, how? Okay. So each state that rescinded from the, re- from the, I almost said from the reunion. Can you imagine the America reunion? Like, <laughs> In the 1800s on TV, just like a bunch of white dudes who are like an Andy Cohen, <laughs> a raging homosexual interviewing all of these fucking bigots from the 1800s oh, and man. Abraham Lincoln. Like, what? That would be fucking hilarious. Or Andrew Kumo. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Please, Cuomo. Please. Oh, yes. I I need that. You know what? We might have to. We might have to get together with some of our Caucasian friends uh, <laughs> and do a Zoom reenactment of what that would be. Yeah. Uh, do we have any friends from Texas? We'll figure it out. So here's just a little quote from uh, a several of the states who decided that the union was fucked up for not wanting to have slavery be a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas, to me, in my personal opinion, is the most fucked up because, of course, they reference the almighty creator. Uh, Texas said, all white men are and of right ought to be entitled to equal civil and political rights that the servitude of the African race as existing in the states is mutually beneficial to both bond and freed and is abundantly authorized and justified by the experience of mankind and the revealed will of the almighty creator who whomst told you that this was right I just don't know I don't get it I don't understand I will never understand what almighty creator told you this or how it was mutually beneficial between bond and free. The only person getting any benefits from slavery is your white ass. Mm-hmm. Like, the 
Just keep me rich. Keep me rich and sitting in your ass just collecting money. Yeah, birthing your babies. Yeah. And taking care of your babies. And raising your little white supremacist slave babies. Um, but you know what really blows my mind um, is that, you know, they had white nurses back then. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the baby would, you know, nurse off of a slave. Mm-hmm. So how dare you <laughs> fucking suck my titty milk, okay? <laughs> But you know, don't women have to be pregnant to produce? Yeah, but it's just you're constantly, you know, they're constantly having babies. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they have some kind of fucked up method to keep them yeah. engorged. Yeah. Milk, you know. That's fucked. That's something we're going to have to look into. Because, boy, can you imagine if some, like, a slave was just like, no, I'm not feeding your fucking child just for it to break, like, grow up. And want to cut my tongue out. Yeah. Fucking hate me. I literally fed you. I literally kept you alive. Literally. Change your dirty ass diaper. Your mama had no time to be bothered with you. Even in the 60s and and the 50s and, you know, going forward, people had made, you know, turned into, you know, people being made from things. Mm -hmm. Um, Still the same concept with nurses um, taking care of people's kids all of that and it's just it, it blows my mind how you can literally grow up to hate the person that actually took the time out to, because the parents were busy the parents were busy socializing doing work mm-hmm. doing other shit and not really parenting um and you just have the nerve to turn around and be racist and it also kind of I, I think about often the ones who in turn, didn't develop that hatred towards mm-hmm. the, you know, black woman that raised them. Like, how... Not to sympathize or empathize, because fuck that, but, like, how fucking crazy is it that you have to mm-hmm. hate this person that raised you? That's fucked. Just for all the whole sake of feeling better than. Mm-hmm. It's really what it really boils down to. It's that illusion of I need to feel better than the next person. Yeah. Yeah, that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mississippi said our position is thoroughly identified with the institution of, the, of slavery, the greatest material interest of the world. A blow at slavery is a blow at commerce and civilization. Now, I will say that since slavery has ended, I think we're doing better. <laughs> yeah, slavery was really the interruption of black history. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's it's unfortunate uh, happening, obviously. But it's, you know, it, it's people always say, oh, it's a part of our history. Yeah, it, it, it really is. But it really was an interruption as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if you if you don't understand that, just really sit down and just think. <laughs> you skip brain. Also, there's a wonderful website called Google. Google, 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 Google that shit. Um, but yeah, it's uh, oh man, it's 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 so many layers of the shit, just from from the past to the present, and then just how the um the manipulation of history, history books 
put in these photos in black and white um, to make us think that uh, it happened so long ago. Mm-hmm. When, like I was saying in the past episode, I'm literally 22 years uh, removed from the assassination of Martin Luther King. Like I was born in 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was assassinated in, in um, 1968. So it's just, <laughs> it's not, and people that were born in 68 and in the time of um, civil rights movement are still alive today. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're not ancient. They're regular old people. Yeah. <laughs> They're your grandparents. They're your grandparents. They're your, 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 um, your, your aunts, your uncles. Your fucking siblings, probably. Like, yeah. they're not that far removed. Mm-hmm. They're not removed, actually. They're of that time. Yeah. Um, Mississippi, not Mississippi, I said Mississippi, Louisiana said the people of the slaveholding states are bound together by the same necessity and determination to preserve African slavery. Okay. Florida Sessionist said the South and with our people, of course, slavery is the element of all value and the destruction of that destroys all that is property. Now, this to me sounds like the most valuable thing in America in the 1800s was a black person. Let that sink in. Yeah. They, these people valued more than their land, more than their um, tangible and intangible money, a black person. A black person was a high commodity. A high commodity. You could get thousands because in that time, you know, that was a lot of money. Thousands of dollars for one black person. Yeah. I think that makes me feel pretty damn good, honestly. I'm not even gonna lie. Like not as a you know, the slave part of it, but the fact that black people are the most, the most beneficial thing. Like it just and, and, and it, it kind of rings true. Like when you think about society now, um, you have to think about popular culture mm-hmm. and black culture is at the forefront of that. Everybody wants to, as the saying says, and I'm gonna be very blunt. Everybody wants to be a nigga, but nobody wants to be a nigga. Yeah. Um, I think Paul Mooney said that. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's true. Everybody wants the 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 to dress to the black sense. The uh, they want to speak that African American vernacular. Yeah. They, they want to walk the walk. They, I mean, they want to talk the talk, but they don't want to walk the walk. They they disassociate when you know they experience um, the realness of being black. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, rap culture. Rap has turned into this billion-dollar industry um, that make people money yeah. off of black bodies. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, literally. The NBA is predominantly, you know, black. Mm-hmm. Black bodies. The NFL, black. Um, and I'm not saying that all sports. I mean, there's some sports that we really don't participate in. But for the most part, it's just, it's just, it's, it's carried on. And it's, it's shaped, it's evolved, but it, it still rings true. Yeah, the importance of the black person is and will forever be ingrained into America. Um, because we are pop culture Mm -hmm. we are like music 
All of your music, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, all of your music is from black people. Country, Country rock, mm-hmm. reggae, um, fucking death metal, all that shit is derived from black music. Yeah. Your dance culture, all of that is derived from black dances. Your fucking fashion sense, all of that is derived from black culture, girl. It, black people are at the forefront of everything always. Yeah. Everything always. That's why they hate us. They hate us because they ain't us. Okay. Okay. The true, real innovators are black women. Just saying. Yes. What they say? Um, white girls uh, copy gay men who copy black women. <laughs> That's the saying. Yeah. That's the saying. Um, Georgia, which is the last one on my little list here, said, For the last 10 years, we have had numerous and serious causes of complaint against our non-slave-holding Confederate states with reference to the subject of African slavery. They have endeavored to weaken our security, to disturb our domestic peace and tranquility, and persistently refuse to comply with their express constitutional obligations to use to us in reference to that property. Now... (laughs) I think the thing that's bothering me the most is the whole, the word property. Yeah. Oh, it just really fucking. You know what also kind of frustrates me and it's, it's closely related to the whole continuous of referring to black people, um, as, you know, as, during that time as property is whenever I see a news article or, uh, especially from a major publication like New York Times, CNN, and they're referring to someone's race. They'll put Asian American and they'll capitalize the A. Um, when they talk about black, it's always a lowercase b. Mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't seen, I've seldomly seen where the B is capitalized. When we talked about this in the past episode. That's it's it's a to me it's a microaggression. Yes, there yeah, definitely a microaggression. Capitalize that motherfucking B when you're referring to somebody of African descent. Just do it. Just do it. Because unless you're going to call me African-American, if you call me Black American, put some respect on that B. Yeah. That's it. Like. <laughs> it's just a lot of, of, of things that they try to erase from the history books. And in... in I can imagine just from the things that have um, surfaced recently in regards to what happened in slavery, it was way more traumatic than we can even imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, and just whoever's in power had controls what's put in the history books. And <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. It's just like, it's. It, there's so. It's, oh, go ahead, sorry. You good. There's, there's so much to unpack with slavery that truly we couldn't fit it in, even in a full black history if we were releasing episodes for Black History Month every single day of Black History Month mm-hmm. there's no way we could fit all of slavery into 28 episodes and that's another thing why was February chosen as Black History Month because it's, it's the shortest it's month it's the there. shortest fucking month of the year <laughs> it's, to me that's a slap in the face as well it started off as a week really yeah 
Black History Week. I'm about to dive into that and do some research. Mm-hmm. See, see what was the reason why they chose February and the, the evolution of creating it into a month. What was the reason? America, <laughs> <laughs> explain. What do you mean, Black History Month? <laughs> And to all the people, the white people who hear Black History Month and want to know where White History Month is, just look at the other 11 months of the year. I mean... Pick one. I mean... Even Black History Month is surrounded by white people. I mean... (laughs) But seriously. But, like, genuinely. Like, white people control what we learn about. Let Just sit back, really. This is directly to white people. Think about all of the the black innovators you learned about in school. Martin Luther King, Harry Tubman, Frederick Douglass, um, George Washington Carver. Um, uh, who am I missing? I know I'm missing somebody. Malcolm X. Don't nobody teach you about Malcolm X in school. Oh, they really don't. You're right. <laughs> I didn't learn about Malcolm X in school. You're right. I learned about Malcolm X because I was curious. Yep. Um, but Malcolm X can be on that list because he's a more prominent... Um, public figure in black history like that's five people on one hand i can count the amount of people that schools teach about rosa parks yeah i almost forgot rosa parks can't forget sister rosa um that's not even two a week there's four weeks in in a month yeah like there's 28 whole days. If we just limit teaching black history to 28 days, there are 28 days in February, and that is 28 opportunities to teach about something that is not taught every single year in school. Because black history, in regards to people that were born in America, is black history. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's American history, mm-hmm. period. Um, mm-hmm. And it should be taught that way. It shouldn't be an elective. Just like, um, you know, what happened to Asian Americans, their history in America shouldn't be uh, an elective. Mm-hmm. Latino culture in America shouldn't be an elective. Uh, you call America the melting pot, but in our reality, what a melting pot does is take away the elements of everything else and makes it one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're more like a, a cob salad, okay, ho? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's my new thing, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more like a college salad. Um, different elements that make the entree delicious, okay? Yeah. Um, so it really has to reflect that. And I'm so tired of America trying to police other countries um, on their race and um, ethnicity relations when we still have all our issues. Yeah, and you know, that's really an important thing that you bring up that, like, cultural studies shouldn't be <laughs> an elective. No. Like, and, and that's the thing about America. They lead you, the government, the school, like everything leads you so blindly to just think that that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. That you don't even think about the fact that our history is an elective. But we can learn about the Confederacy. We can learn about fucking the Emancipation Proclamation, which was really bullshit, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. We can learn about, you know, all this other shit, but we don't even learn about the Trail of Tears. No, barely. Like, they mention it, they're like, and Andrew Jackson did some fucked up shit to Native Americans, and let's go. Like, yeah, and scene. And scene. That's it. (laughs) That's all you get to know. Um, Don't Google that. Don't Google that. I wasn't even really supposed to say his name, but, um, 
you know, we we America's fucked, man. <laughs> to be woke and be black in America, not even just black. To be woke and to be woke means to understand that policies and procedures were put in place to basically brainwash us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's infuriating. Um, and, and no wonder people go fucking crazy. Uh, because it's just like, really? Like, y'all, y'all lied to us this whole time? Like, really, you think about, and it's kind of off topic a little bit, but it's just talking, it's in reference of, of hurting people, hurting like cattle. Mm-hmm. Um, that really, school teaches us how to be an employee. Mm-hmm. How to be a good, loyal employee. It really doesn't teach us how to live life outside of being an employee. Not entrepreneurship, not stocks, not filing your taxes. Um, <laughs> none of the important shit. They just teach us how to be these sheep. Sheep. <laughs> Mindless sheep. And it's. It's a machine. Crazy. Yeah. And they really try to make you break out of it. And it's kind of. Um, it kind of segue a little bit into uh, what's happening in America right now, the stock market. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so people make it seem like the stock market is really this, this huge complicated thing. And in all reality, all it is, is gambling. Yeah. Um, you know, moving stuff. Oh, this company is doing good. Or this company is on the up and up. So let me move my money here. Um, and people have read it. Um, Thank God for Reddit, honestly. Reddit is, it can be a shithole too, but it has some really great shit there. So you literally shut down the Reddit thread that (laughs) were encouraging people to buy certain stocks uh, that actually raise the value of a a whole bunch of industry companies, companies in certain industries that were suffering during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, You literally eliminated that before you eliminated the, the Reddit thread of people uh, they were planning the insurgency that happened on January 6th. What the fuck? You literally are shutting down um, the capability of buying these stocks because people um, that are not experienced stockbrokers are actually making money. Where, where in the, is there, somebody point me to the law that says that this is what they're doing is illegal. You know, it's, I feel like I've heard and seen online poor people and oh this is the thing that makes me so mad about poor people the poor 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 person mentality of not everybody is meant to be wealthy Mm -hmm. first of all i am a poor people listen (laughs) i might not have zero dollars in my bank account but just next like you know i'm not wealthy by any means i have nice things because i budget Mm -hmm. and i get them on sale girl um but there's this mentality within like the middle, low, lower middle class community, whatever you want to call, um, of unachievable wealth. And that's because we are never taught that wealth is achievable. Yeah, literally and, they, they put, I'm sorry to cut you. No, you're fine. They literally give rich people incentives. And when I say that, you think about, uh, especially uh, the rise of influencers, social media influencers, mm-hmm. um, literally we give these people these um, products for free mm-hmm. um, to spread word about the product. But really, you always in competition 
with people who have more money or people who have these these free incentives and you're literally not wasting your money buy what you want spend your money the way you want to but it's all a game it's right. all a game that oh i have to get the latest greatest thing mm-hmm. i have to spend my money to get the latest greatest thing and and honestly certain markets are really not geared towards the lower the working poor that's what we're gonna call it. we're gonna call, we'll the call it what it poor. is the working poor yes and it's it, it's a movie actually. I think I was talking to my girlfriend about this. Um, with I think Catherine Zeta Jones was in there, maybe Catherine Zeta Jones. Whenever you say Catherine Zeta Jones, I automatically think about Chicago. So yeah, <laughs> I think it was her. Maybe it was Demi Moore. Um, but it's called Keeping Up with the Joneses. Yeah, that is Catherine Zeta Jones. It is. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, the concept of the movie is they they put together. Uh, this this fictional family and they implant them into this neighborhood. They have the latest cars, latest clothes, the latest gadgets. And you know the thing is, when you have a new neighbor and you're a neighborly type person, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it still happens to these days. You know, you want to show your 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 shit off to your neighbors, like invite people over, and be like, oh look at my shit, right? Look at all my shit. Um, <laughs> oh, you fancy, huh? Yeah. So the well, the neighbor guy, you know, his wife is complaining. Oh, I don't have. Uh, all the latest, greatest shit that his wife has. Why I've seen this movie. This? Yes. Yeah, and all in all, he like literally goes broke trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Um, he literally goes broke, and I think he ends up he, killing himself. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. That, but yeah. that's usually how that ends. Yeah, because they, they can't handle it anyway. They usually kill themselves and the whole family, and I'm like, girl, the family could have made it. Right. Why you have to kill them? You up. Okay, you fucked up. You right. could have even made a comeback. Come on now. Now look at you. Now look at you. Dead. Dead. No shade to people who commit suicide. That's the real sensitive topic for me. Right. But don't kill your whole family. No. That's just dumb. That's, yeah. That's like that movie The Mist where he killed a whole, all the people in the car. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen The Mist. Killed all the people in the car and then help came. That's how I feel about stuff like that when I see it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you, there, there's that whole... Everybody feels like they gotta have the latest new thing, and and there's also that whole uh, mentality of you gotta spend money to make money, mm-hmm. which is true in this economy. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like you literally you do have to spend money to make money, but what people don't realize is that um, people will raise money mm-hmm. um, in order to spend money to make money. Yes, like yes. That's the that's the part they leave out. That's the thing. Like you, you don't have to spend your money, mm-hmm. um, and like as long as you have a good cause and you're being, you know, it's it's very easy to dupe people on the internet, and that is not me advocating for you to dupe people on the internet. What I'm saying is, be conscious of where you put your money. If there's a GoFundMe for this person who is raising money for a new camera. For their YouTube. Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? But just be cognizant of, you know, who you're supporting. Google the person. I Google everybody. Yeah. Before I donate, I'm like, mm, who is this person? What am I doing? What you what but like I film all my YouTube videos on my phone, girl. Yeah. The quality is A1. A1. Um who it is. I did get a new phone. <laughs> I did. Dude, I haven't filmed any videos on this one yet, but I did get a new phone because I wanted it. Yeah. And I got it for what? A discount. I got it for like more, like 75% off. Yeah. 
would I have gotten it if I couldn't get it seventy five percent off? No, you would have seen me walking around with the same phone I had for almost a year. I still have the, um, and the only reason why I upgraded to the iPhone ten is because my iPhone seven uh, no longer worked, and I wasn't getting ready to pay at least the same amount on my phone for a new uh, iPhone seven when I could got the new one for you know same leasing price. But I still have it. Do I want to upgrade? No, I have no use. Out. That's just me. That's just how I am. Certain things is just, if it works, it works. Mm -hmm. If it's not broke, don't break it. <laughs> like, don't fix it. There's no need yeah. to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, And just to, what, what, what were we talking about before we went there? I forgot. How America's so fucked up. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shit, hold on. Let me look at my article here. What did I miss? What did I miss? Are these all the topics I wanted to cover in this particular moment? Uh, basically, the long and short of this episode is that America was built on white supremacy. Um, the police is actually the KKK. Um, <laughs> George Bush only likes Michelle Obama. George Bush is in love with Michelle Obama, y'all. Like... I don't know if you noticed that every single event where all of the former presidents are, the first person George Bush tries to find is Michelle Obama. I just hope they make it a thing that they don't invite Trump ever. <laughs> well, he clearly has shown that he's not going to come anyway. I just, I just hope they make it a thing. Like, oh, you didn't come to inauguration, you're literally not invited. You're banned. You're banned. You're banned from the governor's ball. You're yeah. banned. Is that a thing? I don't probably. I don't know. I saw this thing on the internet the other day of Obama basically roasting the fuck out of Donald Trump. It was incredible. <laughs> he just dropped the shit out of him. It's incredible. We miss you, president. Barack. <laughs> He's fine. Listen, I ain't never seen two pretty best friends. And then I saw Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, and I realized that they was a couple. <laughs> and I was like, damn. How y'all doing? I am bisexual. Honestly, bisexual tears. Yes. Every single time. Oh, also, um, a thing that kind of makes me upset. Um, $15 an hour by 2025. By 2025? By 2025. By the time that we get to 2025, that's not even going to be a livable wage. It's like, going to be a whole new president by 2025. Different? Because how old Biden going to be? <laughs> Shit. 80-something. He already 78, right? I did, honestly, I did not realize Joe Biden was as old as he is. Oh, he, he looks good for his age. Yeah, he looks pretty good. But also, he's 78. Like, yeah. come on now. Um, also, shout out to um, Bernie Sanders for capitalizing on his um, meme. Uh, he raised $1.8 million from Bills on Wheels for Virginia, Maryland area, DMV area, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, shout out to him. I'm not, I'm not tired of those memes. Keep them coming. Yeah, keep the keep the Bernie memes coming. We we stand Bernie in this house. Yes. Like, I wish he wasn't so old and he would run for president one more time. We we had two two chances. Two chances and y'all fumbled the plane. Is so that maybe a thing? go away. Yeah, yeah, fumble the ball, the ball, ball, the ball. ball. <laughs> fumble the plane. Y'all fumble the plane. 
Damn, y'all gooped and gagged me. No, really, really did. Um, yeah, it's. Mm-mm. I stupid. But let's talk about uh, what do you have any new obsessions? That's my new thing. I always ask people what they're newly obsessed with. You know, honestly, I love that. Um, I'm obsessed. I have talked about candles on every single episode I think of this <laughs> season. I'm obsessed with candles. I've always been obsessed with candles, though. It has always been a thing constantly throughout my life. Um, if you know of any candle brands that are black-owned, I've already mentioned several in past episodes, but send me all the black-owned candle brands I want to support. I love yeah. candles. So. As soon as the black-owned businesses, like, Period. Even if you don't own one and you frequent one, you're a patron of one. Yes. Send us the information. We wanna. We wanna we spread want the. To spread the word. Yes. Yeah. Um. But newly obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I don't think there's anything I'm newly obsessed with. I have been obsessed with, even though I'm not on TikTok. But TikTok videos seem to make their way to different social media platforms. I'm obsessed with the My First Day as a Hitman videos. Oh my God, those are incredible. And I'm newly obsessed with the Silhouette Challenge. And I, let me tell you something. All you fucking creeps out there ruin literally every fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And somebody created a software where they can remove the filter, the Silhouette filter. Um, A lot of women were naked during the silhouette challenge, and I don't think that that, that should matter um, because they were doing a silhouette challenge. You were only supposed to see the silhouette. You weren't supposed to see them in a nude. And the people that are taking these videos and running the software and um, storing these videos, that's... Trash. Trash. You were trash as human beings. And you're literally taking something that was fun, something to be, something to be supposed to be sensual. And it's not even just, it's not for me. The thing is, women's sexuality half the time has nothing to do with fucking men. Mm-hmm. Women just want to feel sexy for themselves. And you're taking this um, this challenge that's supposed to be, you know, PG-13, and you're turning it to something very, very... Um, NC-17. Nasty. That's it, disgusting behavior. Mm-hmm. There's, there's many points. Like, if you want to see somebody naked, fucking go on Pornhub, fucking go on XN and XX. I mean, I'm, I'm just like really revealing how much, how many porn sites I know, but um, <laughs> X videos, X videos, X Hampton. If it got an X in front of it, it's probably porn. Yes. Also, Twitter. <laughs> just log on to Twitter, girl, yes. at any time. Look, I'm gonna pull up my Twitter right now. Let's see. I mean, Tumblr before Yahoo ruined it. I oh, mean, I miss porn Tumblr. Yeah. I really truly do miss porn. Go on BetLife if you want somebody naked. If somebody is not. Showing you videos of them being fully nude, you have no right, no right, to create a software that that uh, that, that shows their nakedness. They're not presenting themselves to you naked. They're not allowing you to see themselves naked in the full nude. It's a silhouette. Yeah, the whole point of it is the sensuality, like you said. The no porn, of course. The one time I opened my phone, there's no porn. Um, but no, it's it it. It wasn't supposed to be about the nudity. And also, can we dead this idea that nudity is inherently sexual? Yeah. You can be nude. You can be completely naked, taking photos, whatever, doing whatever you want to do, walking around your goddamn house. 
It's not for other people. Yeah. I personally love being naked. If I could walk around this earth naked with all of my dips and crevices, you better believe I would. That don't mean come up and, and tug on your penis. It don't mean come up and suck the nipple because I'm naked. Right. It means I am comfortable, confident, and feeling my best yes. in my naked body. That's the thing. People people view sex workers or just not, not even people that are doing that are all sex workers. They, they view women's sexuality as something that is only for um, men's mm-hmm. consum- consumption. Yep. And I'm not for men's consumption. You know, even though I'm a bisexual uh, woman, it's just like the things I do, it's not for male consumption. Yeah. It's not. It's not for you. It's not for you. And it's always been weird to me how, um, and we went totally off topic, but it's always been weird to me how um, lesbian porn, a girl on gun porn, it's so erotic and sexy to men. Um, <laughs> don't get I, I, me I don't, started. I don't understand that. It has nothing to do with you. It's the uh, it's the homosexuality ins- for me. Stop trying to insert yourself in, in situations that have nothing to do with you. It's the toxic masculinity yeah. for me. I would ask my straight friends this all the time because they talk about how much they love watching girl-on-girl porn, how yeah. much they they don't want to watch porn with a penis in it because I'm not gay. Okay, first of all, <laughs> nobody said you were gay. Exactly. Because there's a penis in your porn, okay? Exactly. But also, you can't, like, you don't have to, nobody's asking you to watch gay porn. Nobody is asking you to watch two men fuck each other up the butt. Cowboy butt sex. <laughs> but nobody is asking you to watch two women bump coochies either. And honestly, that coochies ain't bumping for you. So. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. It's just really the double standard, like, of the sexual sin. But you know, I know a lot of women who watch gay porn. Really? It's strange. It's very I strange. And not in the way that men watch lesbian porn because men get a fucking boner from yeah, seeing women. I'm not saying that men aren't, aren't sexualized, but it's never on the level of predatory, uh, like, on the level that men. You know? And that's what I mean. Like, the women that I know that watch gay porn don't watch it because it's like, oh, man, or it's just like, yeah. this is kind of hot. <laughs> it's like, oh. In a weird way. That's how I feel when I watch gay porn. I'm like, huh, this is strange. I like it. What's the phenomenon when you're watching porn and you know you, you climax and you're just like, oh my god, this is so filthy. Like it, it has to be a term for that. Like you're literally all into it until you nut, really. And then you're like, oh god, I'm covered like, in my Oh my god, this is disgusting. How could you watch this? And you know that I want <laughs> I wonder if anybody feels that after they have sex. I surely don't. After I have sex, I'm like, ooh, I'm coming in baby grippy. Oh. <laughs> baby grippy, oh. yeah. Spray those babies in my face, darling. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Boyfriend, if you're listening to this, I'll see you tonight. Oh. Well, I won't see him tonight, actually, but oh. I saw him last night, if you know what I mean. Hey. Um, it, <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. That's so Fucking funny. Anything else you're obsessed with recently, Shish? Um, 
I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have a whole list once we, we're done recording. <laughs> no, we'll probably, I'll probably make a post of my recent obsessions. Um, but no, other than that, that's a, that was the two ones that I'm really obsessed with currently. Uh, what are you guys obsessed with? Yeah, tell us. Talk to us on Twitter. We are Urban Proper Pod, P-O-D. Or on uh, um, Instagram and Facebook, Urban Proper Podcast. Yes. Tell us about your favorite black business that you patron. Tell us about your new obsession. Uh, we're going to bring back Monster Hellas. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty soon. We're going to do it more so on a social media platform to kind of get you guys to engage with us more. All of our 12 followers, we love you. We love you so much. <laughs> we love you so much. It's more much. than that. I'm just, I'm just being silly. Uh, but yeah, we, we want to uh, uh, engage with you more on social media. Um, I, I'm sorry to talk to myself on Twitter. Uh, I, y'all know I'm funny. Come on now. That's why y'all listen every week. Yeah, like you look forward to Urban Proper every yeah. week. I really like when I'm when we're recording. Most of the time, I'm looking at the mic because of like looking. I'm hope y'all feel me piercing through your soul, staring at you, staring at you, wanting you to love us sensually, like we love you. Oh my god! So <laughs> the word sensual always <laughs> always reminds me of Drag Race. Uh huh. Queen Jujubee. This is All Stars Five. Anybody that watches Drag Race, you know the moment I'm about to mention. They're doing this, they do this challenge called Snatch Game. And on um, All Stars, it's Snatch Game with Love. And so she's, Snatch Game is, do you remember the match game? Mm-mm. So basically, they ask a bunch of questions and the queens dress up or characterize iconic people at this point. Jujubee is doing Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit! It was an incredible Eartha Kit. Really? Yes. She, she, <laughs> Rue asked the question. Uh, or the, the match asked the question, if I'm cold, what would you do to keep me warm? She goes, <laughs> she goes, I would sensually walk to the thermostat <laughs> and turn it up to a sensible 74. <laughs> French. I don't know what the fuck she's saying, but I listen to it all the time. This is long. Yes, I love that song. It's good. Something good. Very, very good. This is good. Yeah. I think it loosely translates into this is good. It is good. That's very, very on brand for the kid. Yeah. Also, the original version of Santa Baby. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. the kid, we love you. Rest well. Rest well, honey. Yeah. Um. I was about to say something like a completely forgot. Oh, goodness. I hate oh, what is your favorite black cinema, black movie? Yeah. What what movie do you, uh, should all black people have seen or they will have their black car removed? 
Again, and on to, to kind of piggyback off that, if you don't have a specific favorite, what is your favorite one-liners? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have to say Boomerang is definitely high up there on ones. You, you got to coordinate. You got the mushroom belt. Oh, my God, not the mushroom belt. Not the mushroom belt with the mushroom lining. R.I.P. R.I.P. Or every time I'm in the kitchen. Why every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. <laughs> Or, uh, that's a lot of one lines from Friday. Uh-huh. Man, I never got two things to match. Ham, yeah, no, no burger. burger. Peanut butter, <laughs> no jelly. Uh, what do they say? Kool-Aid, no sugar. <laughs> uh, uh, when you leave, I be, or uh, when you come around, I be quiet. Oh, I got mind control over Devo. Yep. <laughs> when you leave, I be talking again. <laughs> My favorite one liner from Boomerang is fucking, um, uh, T- uh, I always get them mixed up. Tina, Tishina Arnold, Tina Arnold, Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell, yeah. She, she goes, Well, Marcus, you sneaky, sleazy, slime, and slithering son of a bitch. <laughs> I say that to my mother all the time. Uh, we put that to each other all the time. Yes. Oh my God. Or Red Fox and, um, Oh my god, her name is uh, escapes me right now. Uh, Della, Della, Della Reese. Um, oh my god, yes. Their interaction during a Hall of Hall Nights. Nights. Oh my god, that movie is so good. Oh my god. My god, my mouth already puts the bags. Oh and my god. And never swallow it here. We just finish this. I go all and all. We can do a whole damn episode of one line. Listen, one of our black kids, one of our black kissing month episodes is gonna have to be black cinema. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, y'all. But like I said, don't forget to um, interact and follow us on our social media platforms. Yes, we are once again. We are Urban Proper Pod on Twitter and at Urban Proper Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. And YouTube. Don't forget the tube of you. Yeah, and until next time, y'all. Bye. Stay diligent, stay woke. Stay woke. Yes, check your friends for their white privilege and their racist fucking comments. Check your daddy, check your aunties, yeah. your, your uncles, your grandmas, your great grandmas, all, all of them. Every single one of it. Check your male friends for their toxic masculinity and check your family for their homophobia. Yeah. And transphobia. Yeah. And xenophobia. Exactly. And until then. Until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.